Hello and welcome to Own Your Truth and Rise with me, Valerie C. Thompson. I was created to encourage, inspire, and uplift. It is what I do. And guess what? I love it. I am so grateful today to be part of the Believe in Your Dreams Network, the Believe in Your Dreams family. Very thankful for Dr. Nicole Peters and this platform. I believe that we were all created to move in purpose on purpose for God's huge purpose. We all have gifts and talents to share with the world. And in spite of, despite of what we've been through, God is yet using us. So I am excited today for our guest. Today, we have the lovely, awesome, and amazing Chandra Payne. She is the director and producer of the documentary, A Silent Enemy. We also have on the platform, Star Miles. She is an awesome and amazing woman of God. She is here too to be uh, sharing with us about her experience as it relates to domestic violence. And again, my heart is for all people who have been through um, any form of trauma, especially those who have been through domestic violence, because I believe God is in the business of healing. If we survived it, we can make it through, get to the other side and rise. So without further ado, let us welcome first up Chandra Payne. Can you tell us more about who you are and your desire to do the, the documentary? documentary, excuse me, A Silent Enemy. Sure, absolutely. Well, first off, thank you so much for having me, Valerie. It's an honor to be here, um, to be on your show. Um, as you said, my name is Chandra Payne. I am a film director and producer. My film, A Silent Enemy, is a feature-length documentary about domestic violence, specifically in the Black community. Um, I thought it was really important to highlight uh, what's going on in our communities. As we know, domestic violence hits every ethnic group, but as a Black woman, I thought it was really important to, to focus on what's happening in my community. Amen. Thank you so much. Yes, yes. Welcome. And Star, can you introduce yourself? Yes, um, it went frozen, so I apologize for that. Um, I'm currently, and I want to thank you both, um, Ms. Valerie and Chandra, for having me on. Um, I'm an advocate for victims of domestic violence and also a case manager here at the VCU Medical Center uh, for victims of gun violence within the outside communities um, of our city. Amen. Thank you for sharing. We are so excited um, again to have both of you, to have both of you here. Many people experience domestic violence. Many people don't even understand really what it is. You know, it's one of those things where you can be in it and you don't know you're in it, right? Until you're in it. Um, and I and I just share a little bit um, my experience. Uh, being in domestic violence, observing and absorbing it as a child, didn't really know what it was. And remembering how certain things came out when I became an adult and experienced domestic violence in some of my um, adult relationships. So Star, can you share a little bit about your experience um, in domestic violence, like when it first came to your awareness? Um, yes. Um... 
I want to say I did grow up with my mom, just ex visually experiencing my mom um, go through domestic violence, but I never, never really paid attention to it. It was something that I was used to. Um, at the age of 15, uh, when I started high school, my high school sweetheart I was with um, began to be abusive towards me. But again, I wasn't, it wasn't something that I, um, I recognized. Our relationship went on and on. Domestic violence was up and down. We had our good times. We had our bad times. Um, but 10 years ago, my ex-husband, I went through a altercation with him. Um, I was shot in the head by my ex-husband with our three daughters um, experiencing, witnessing the situation takes pla taking place. Mm, wow. So that experience, and thank you for sharing, because I always say you, you, you're courageous to share your story, right? It, it takes courage. So thank God um, for you and sharing your story because your story has already helped someone, has helped many people. And I always say has helped the masses when we're transparent. And so with that experience, praise God that your children are safe or were safe in that uh, altercation. And so how did you come out of that? Like after that, it was just, it was over. Cause you know, and I, and I, and I asked this question because some people experience similar situations and still yearn to go back. And I was that it and all for you, or did you experience that as well that you wanted to go back to the relationship? To be honest with you, when I I didn't immediately know what happened to me. It took weeks of me being in the hospital before anyone opened up to me to tell me why I, I, why I was there. I didn't know why I was there. When they shared that with me, it broke my heart. I couldn't really believe that that took place. Um, when I was finally released from the hospital, it seemed like everything was taken away from me um, due to the injury it caused um, with the brain injury that I, I got. I wasn't able to immediately be there for my three daughters. Um, so I had to give temporary custody to a family member. Um, I had to stay with my grandmother and I had to have someone take care of me. During that time of just laying in the bed all day, every day. I wondered many times why he did this to me. Um, and there were times as well, as well where I missed him. Um, and I wanted to know why. I wanted to ask him why. Um, but as time went on, I became stronger and stronger with accepting what took place and acknowledging that I was grateful that it happened because I needed to be away from him. Because I feel out of all of the domestic altercations that I've experienced with him, I always ended back with him as if it didn't take place. I feel that with this situation, God had to pull us, pull me away from him. So I had to go through being shot in the head to be forcefully taken from him. Um, with the time frame that he was given um, to be incarcerated, with my situation, it was like a force. Um, he received 50 years in prison for shooting me in my head. And I'm very, honestly, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for everything that God has taken me through. Um, 
like I said before, everything happens for a reason. And I feel that this had to take place in order for me to be able to see what life is all about. Enjoy my kids. Do things in a normal way with no one controlling. Amen. When I got to a point of accepting everything, forgiving my ex-husband for what he did, even though I didn't give it to him directly, just me being able to let go of so much pain, so much hurt. I told Chandra before that this is a new life for me and I'm, I'm truly grateful. I'm happy. I, I love it. I'm able to wake up and be normal. Um, like the average person do anything there is I want. I'm, I'm happy. I truly am. Well, praise God. Again, my heart goes out to you. I, I applaud you woman of God for sharing your story. I applaud you for what you said. You said you accepted it. You forgave him and you let go. And that is not easy. And I'm looking at you. You are so beautiful. You are so courageous. You are phenomenal. And as I said earlier, now the audience didn't hear that, but God says, for I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you, plans not to harm you, plans to give you hope for an amazing future. So because you came out of that, it's now time to rise. And let me tell you, had you not shared your story, no one would have known just by looking at you. That's God's cover. And, and, I'm, and I'm really, I am really grateful for you and thank God for you. And that comes from the bottom of my heart. Um, I believe that God has a mighty work for you to do. It's not over. So with that being said, as you are an, an actress, right, in the documentary, um, Chandra, can you speak on that? How did you guys even connect? I actually met Star and some of the other women in the film through um, another local domestic violence advocate that I had met uh, when I moved back to Virginia. And I said, hey, do you have any women that, you know, I could talk to um, in pre-production and I'm, I'm looking for, you know, a couple of women to put in the film? And she said, oh yeah, let me reach out to my girls. I got some women for you. <laughs> So she put me in contact with Star and a couple of other amazing women that are in the film. And I just really met with each of them individually to get to know them, to talk about the project and said, hey, this is an idea that I have. You know, I just want to find out about you. You know, I didn't immediately stick a camera in their face. I just wanted to get the women get to know the women and for them to get to know me and find out my heart in that this wasn't a gimmick. This wasn't something I was just doing to, you know, to become famous, to have my name in lights. Um, I thought it was really important to get the word out about domestic violence. Um, and so when I met with them, I just knew right away that they had to be in the film. <laughs> Amen. That's that's all God, right? It is not by happenstance. I, I always tell people when when that when that vision comes or that thought, there's a reason. It's coming from God. And so, and thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing that because it takes people like you, right, to, to see a need and 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 find a solution or to just to bring awareness, right? Can you share a little bit about 
your experience, not necessarily maybe directly, but maybe indirectly as it relates to domestic violence? Yeah, um, growing up, you know, growing up in a Black family, I was, it, it was this notion that whatever happens in the family, you know, it's family business, it stays inside the household. You don't go out in the street, tell your girlfriends, tell this one what's going on. And so, you know, I noticed a pattern that in my neighborhood, in my friends' lives as well, there were certain toxic relationships, certain toxic behaviors um, that I could see. I didn't have a name for it. I didn't know that it was domestic violence. I didn't even know that it was, it had hit as close to home as it had hit, that I have loved ones in domestic violence relationships. You know, we were told, oh, you know how uncle so-and-so is, he's just crazy, or, you know, he's having a bad day. I now know that that is domestic violence. Um, so that has been my experience with domestic violence. And unfortunately, when trying to, this was before I, I knew better, but I would try to rescue, you know, loved ones from domestic violence relationships. I learned the hard way, but I had to learn. And so for me, this film was a way to give back and say, this is what domestic violence is. This is what it looks like. Here's some red flags. And it was a way for me to give back to the community to help someone else have the light bulb come on and say, you know what? This isn't a healthy relationship that I'm in. This is toxic. This is dangerous to my very being and my soul. I need to get out of that. So it's low key my way of helping people that are in domestic violence relationships recognize it and get out of it without me saying it in their face, you need to get out. Cause we all know that doesn't work. <laughs> no. Wow. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. Everything you said was so true. Touched my heart. Um, that's just it. When we, when we know people who are in it, we want to rescue them. Right. Um, but again, you don't always understand what it is. Like for me, it, it was, I didn't know what it was when I was younger. It didn't dawn on me till I became an adult. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm reliving my childhood. Something familiar, right? That familiar spirit. Mm -hmm. And even then it took 20 plus years to really grasp and say, uh, this is not for me. I need, I need change. It, and, it, and it takes work. It really takes work. So first, as Star said, you have to, you know, first you have to admit, right? You have to accept what's going on. And then there's also a process of working through it because you shared your story, Star. Everybody's story is not that, right? So for you, you ended up in the hospital and you didn't know what happened. But, you know, then we have the people and, I, and I'm, and I'm going to speak for myself because they say it takes about seven times before you leave. I, I'm that woman, right? It literally took. And, and we have to understand that in every domestic violence case, it's not the same. Some physical, right? Some you have physical and verbal and emotional, some um, uh, sexual, there's so much, right? So again, whatever you're in, and I'm talking to the viewers out there, the, the, the ones who are listening, know that God is with you because God will never leave you nor forsake you. Know that there is always a plan. Know that if Star got out of it, 
um, if I got out of it and you have people like Chandra who is who is bringing awareness, there is a way to come out. And it, it may not happen overnight, but if you continue to uh, walk by faith, I would say faith is being sure of what you hope for and certain of what you do not see. I don't say that. Okay, that's, that's the word of God. But keep your faith. Know that there is always a way out. Ladies, um, I'm going to start with you, Star. If you could say something. Uh, words, something that would maybe move them. What would, what would you say? What would you share? It froze on me for a minute, so I do apologize. That's Are you okay. asking me to share? Three words, words of encouragement. Three words of encouragement. Number one is God. Honestly, um, believe in him. Talk to him. and He will help you through it. Um, courage. And strength. Three minutes. Okay, sorry, ladies. Um, I think mine froze. So you said God, courage, and strength. Yes. Okay. Chandra, can you share with me three words of encouragement? Oh, wow. Um, I'm long-winded, so let me think. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, um, thank you, Holy Spirit. Know your worth. Mm, oh. Know your worth because when you know your worth and you know who you belong to, which is the heavenly father, you will not settle for what you, for anything less than what you deserve. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Yes. Uh, both of you um, have definitely whew, encouraged me. And I know that anyone who has listened has been encouraged. We, we want you to know that, again, God is with you. God will never leave you nor forsake you. Um, that you are powerful, that you are worthy, that uh, not only does God love you, but we love you. And to know that there are people out here praying for you. There are people out here encouraging you um, and thanking God for showing you a way out. Just because you're in it now, it doesn't mean that that's going to last forever. Um, ladies, what does it, before we go, what does it mean to you to own your truth? And I'll start with you, Star. I would say to own your truth is accepting who you are. Um, the negative past you may have, you may have had, you must turn into powerful lessons. Um, and just along with knowing your personal values. Amen, praise God. Okay, Chandra, what, what does it mean for you to own your truth? Um, to me, own your truth really means being real with yourself. 
right? Sometimes, especially with social media, you know, we see a lot on social media and things may not really be as the same as what people are, are portraying online. Um, so to me, owning your truth is really sitting down and getting real with yourself, the good, the bad, the ugly, the pretty, whatever you want to call it, and, and really sitting down and being unapologetic about who you are and walking in your truth, walking in who you were created to be. You know, none of us are perfect human beings. None of us have figured it all out. None of us have it all together. We are flawed and that's okay, right? But through those, those hard times, the difficult times, it's a journey and we're learning. So owning your truth to me is really accepting who you are, owning it, loving it unapologetically and walking in it and believing in it, no matter what. Yeah. Praise God. Yes, yes, yes. Loving the answers. Thank you both. So can you share with us, Chandra, um, where people can find you? Where, where can they find you on social media? Yeah, I have, um, I'm on Instagram under at Chandra B. Payne, that's C-H-A-N-D-R-A-B-P-A-Y-N-E. <laughs> I'm also on Instagram at A Silent Enemy. You can also visit my website for the film, which is www.asilentenemy.com. We have a trailer on there and you'll see the amazing and beautiful Miss Star, our star <laughs> in the <laughs> film. Um, and if you would like to just see the film, you can also reach out to me through that website for a showing. Amen. Thank you so much. And Star, can you share with us where people can follow, find you, where they can follow you on social media? Um, Facebook, Star Miles, M-Y-L-E-S. Um, on Instagram, it's at Stars Angels, S-T-A-R-Z-A. N-G-E-L-Z. Oh, I love that. Stars, angels, because you are an angel. Thank you so thank much. You. God bless both of you, ladies. I thank God for you um, saying yes. Uh, I know many people were blessed. I know many people were blessed. I was definitely encouraged. And again, your courage, Star, for sharing. Thank you for everything that you're doing. God has so much more for you. Thank you, Chandra, for what you are doing. God has so much for you. And I am excited to see both of you. Um, I'm thankful for the connection because I always say there's so much more, right? We think we're meeting people for one reason, but God is doing so much more. So thank you again for saying yes to Own Your Truth and Rise. Uh, thank you, audience, for tuning in. Thank you to people who are following on the podcast. I love you. And until next time, remember, God created us to move in purpose, on purpose for God's huge purpose. Own your truth and rise. We all have gifts and talents to share with the world. God is waiting on you to say yes, because somebody needs you. God bless you all. And I'll see you next time.